You are now locked and loaded for daily fantasy glory. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now. Good evening and welcome to yet another edition of Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It is Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. Tony, we have a very big Monday, 11 games in the association to talk through. Week 13 almost in the books and the Giants have an interim head coach. Yeah, I'll tell you what, the guy that's been there before has done it before there in New York, actually part of a Super Bowl team. So I guess people must be excited in New York. I don't think it changes the roster, though. I don't think it changes the roster. There is speculation about, will Eli come back starting again? I actually think the decision that McAdoo made was the right one, and now the blood is on McAdoo and Reese's hands, and the Giants can move on. Gronk has also been suspended for one game. I actually think, Tony, he should be suspended for as long as Tredavious White is concussed. Well, that's never the way it is. I, I don't disagree, but I, I don't want to start that now. You don't want to start that now. Fair enough. I, I accept what you're saying. Tony, we got 11 games, though, in the NBA to go through. And we got some. I want to ask you real quick before we get into it game by game. With this Knicks game, there's no Christoph Porzingis, no Tim Hardaway Jr. Will the Knicks get above 50 points tonight? And if so, from who? Yeah, you know, initially I thought that Michael Beasley was going to be the only guy uh, in the lineup, but I thought you had to put him in, but now I have to go with Enos Cantor as well. So they might not get 50, but they might get 80, and those two guys might account for 50 points out of that, and now that'll be uh, enough for us to do well in Daily Fantasy. So it's all about opportunity. Two Knicks tonight, they're cheaper than they should be, and they're going to play more than they should. So Cantor and Michael Beasley are two guys you put in your lineup tonight. Okay, fair enough. Um, so those are definitely guys we can go with the Knicks. And you've taught me that, you know, someone's got to score the points, Tony. Could we see, like, usage rates in the, you know, in the in the 40% rate over there for a guy like Michael Beasley? He may see, like, this is his chance to fill the stat sheet. I'll tell you what, I get tired of Beasley because every time his he has the talent, I mean, the guy was the second and third. You could just ask overall. him. He'll tell you. Yeah, he has a talent, and there are just some games he doesn't show up when he gets an opportunity. In other games, he goes off for 20 points and 20 rebounds, so you never quite know what you're going to get with Michael Beasley. I think it all has to do with his trip to the pharmacist that day. Yeah, that is a good point. But now, listen, they're consolidating. You know, he may not have an individual mandate anymore because of the changes in the health care and the tax code. But that's for a different network, not the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Tony, what we're going to do is we got 11 games to go through. We're going to get through those. And then I mentioned, I heard you talking on the uh, end of On Target Fantasy. Very interesting approach to the Monday-Thursday slate with the, the cloud hanging over Antonio. Brown, what that could mean is viable. You want Le'Veon Bell, but then again, the Saints are on Thursday night as well, and the Saints boast RB2 and RB4 in PPR settings with Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, so I'm very interested to see how would you handle that. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but we're definitely going to get the inside of all 11 games in the association today. It is Lineup Lock Live. We're brought to you by DailyRoto.com right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martinez, Speeds the sitting sp- what was that speeds the spitting statistician i think that's it and i got my guy the tony Sincato with me tony i'm gonna calm down after the break because we got 11 games to go through come on right back 
friends? If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. Tony, we got 11 games to go through, but with any night in the NBA, part of the reason people listen to Lineup Lock Live is to get that last-minute information, that 11th-hour information that might be key to winning some cash. We got some injuries in the association tonight. Yeah, we got some injuries and we got some good news. Wilson Chandler will play for the Denver Nuggets tonight. Uh, you look at it, Nikolai Jokic is out and Paul Millsap's out, so... I wouldn't risk it with him because I don't know how many minutes of play there is. No, no word on that. This one's very interesting. Ben Simmons mm. spent all day in bed yesterday. Hmm. Got up today at noon, so we know what time he got up. Went to the training complex for treatment and stated, I feel like my body kind of hit a wall. Huh. So. Um, That's very interesting. Yeah. You, you know, what's also interesting about that, if you remember, Tony, this guy, like, he did not finish his lone college season either, right? So it's not even we're talking about, like, the college schedule where guys in February or March hit the wall. This is around when he got hurt in his college season as well. Maybe uh, he's not conditioned to the man's game. Well, And his backup, well, the backup point guard, TJ McConnell, is out tonight. So it's going to be very interesting there. Rudy Gobert will be back, but do not put him in your lineup. He's on a minutes restriction tonight. Um, so don't there. Uh, Rodney Hood is out, too, for the Utah Jazz. But Alex Burks will take his place uh, in that lineup. And Burks, I can go back and forth, and I think you can find better options as we go through the games. Stephen Curry has an injured right hand, but he's going to play – Andre Iguodala's got a sore left knee. He's going to play. Sean Livingston, the backup point guard for the Warriors, won't play. And Bobby Portis is in. That's what we got for now. Who knows what else is coming up? Fair enough, fair enough. With all those injuries out there in Golden State, it sounds like they could be leaning on KD a little bit. But let's get into it game by game. Our first game is the Orlando Magic in Charlotte to take on the Hornets. The Hornets are seven and a half point home favorites. 219 is your total. Uh, Tony, as soon as Nicholas Batum came back for Charlotte. I have been on him, and now Kemba Walker is probable, they're saying, as yeah. well. I like Nick Batum against a team that is 29th in the association against the shooting guard. Yeah, I like two guys on the Charlotte side. Kemba Walker coming back. There's no minutes restriction, so he's going to play uh, full allotment. And Nicholas Batum, as you mentioned, 29th. The backcourt is where they struggle defensively. The game is a high total, 218.5. That's mm -hmm. not usually in the Charlotte game. So, yeah, I like both those guards in that contest on the Charlotte side. On the Orlando side, I like Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier is a guy that gets up and down the court. He's only 5,500 in DraftKings, $6,300 in FanDuel. They're 22nd in the league at defending the position. So I like Evan Fournier on that side. So there's three guys in this contest that you could possibly uh, put in your lineups. But Kemba Walker to me and Nicholas Batum are the two guys that I really like. All right, fair enough. We got 11 games, so that means we should get to the next option, which is the Phoenix Suns at the Philadelphia 76ers, a game that a lot of people are interested 
interested in. And one reason is because it has one of the higher totals on the board, 228 and a half. Although that total may have been set before this news of Ben Simmons, the Sixers are 10-point favorites. Like I mentioned, one of the highest totals on the board. Listen, when I look at the pace projection here, Tony, both of these teams like to push the pace. Neither one of them is incredible defensively. I think there's a lot of opportunity here. I know we're going to talk about Philadelphia, but on the Phoenix side, what about Devin Booker? Yeah, he's the guy. I think uh, you're looking at it here. His usage rate is about 27%. Right. Uh, they're 26 in the league in defensive efficiency on the on the shooting guard. He's the guy you could put in your lineup tonight if you don't spend on the shooting guard. I know we have a poll out there, and I think Etwan Moore was a guy that people were going to go at for 3700 bucks. And I can understand going cheap at the shooting guard, spending elsewhere. But if he did spend on the shooting guard, Devin Booker's the place tonight. All right, fair enough. We do have a poll on the shooting guard. But right now, Tony, a lot of the people are going with your guy, Nick Batum, at 5700 yeah. A lot of people like the Memphis options, Tyreek Evans. We've been talking about this a lot with no Chalmers, potentially, no Conley. But then a lot of people like the guy in Utah that we will get to a little while later on. The rookie Donovan Mitchell, I do believe people like him as well. Hey, Tony, let's get into this. Um, Let me ask you, though, on the Philadelphia side, how do you play this move of potentially no Ben Simmons? Because Phoenix, you know, they do not play much defense at all. What about a guy like Dario Saric? You know, this is a guy who's only all the way down to 5,600. Could he be an option tonight? Could Dario Saric be? Yeah, absolutely. He put up, last time he was this low and had this good of a matchup, he put up like 36 fantasy points uh, last week. So I like him in this matchup as well. I would have liked it better if Robert Covington was still out, but it looks like he's going to play tonight and he might eat into some of those rebounds. I think it's Joel Embiid night. And Ben Simmons, here's the thing, and this is the advantage people get when they play the multiple entries again, is that I wouldn't play him because of that report. And yet he has the easiest matchup on paper. Right. He's the second best usage rate on the team. I mean, if he plays 35 minutes, he's going to put up big numbers. Does the fact, though, that the Sixers are actually 10-point favorites give you cause for pause to make you think they won't necessarily need him? If, if there's already something going on, he's not feeling well. You know, yeah. let's say they get up a little bit. You know, I w- let's put it this way. Ben Simmons would not be my fourth quarter in-play guy tonight. No, no, no. Yeah, that that gives me concern. But then the other part of me that makes me go the other way, too, is his backups out in this one. And I guess they would move uh, Jared Bayless to some point guard. He's played some point guard in the past. Um, so he could be a guy on, on a cheap option if you want to take a shot on Jared Bayless tonight, getting more minutes than he usually does. All right, fair enough. Let's keep moving to our next game, Tony. The New York Knicks are at Indiana to take on the Pacers. The Pacers are 10-point favorites. 209.5 is the total. We already talked at the top of the show. There is no 0-3-6 Latvia. The unicorn is out. There is also no Tim Hardaway Jr. I was joking a little bit about Michael Beasley, but the more I look at it, I'm, I'm intrigued by what you mentioned in terms of Enos Cantor. The Pacers are 30th in the NBA defending yeah. the center. Yeah, Miles Turner does not defend big men well, so he's going to have a hard time dealing with Enos right. Cantor tonight if they can get him the ball. So I like those two guys from the Knicks side of things. Some people will go Kylo Quinn. But there's not enough upside there for me. And Jarrett Jack, you know what? He's a tricky god at 3900 bucks in this uh, environment with some injuries here. He could get some more playing time. I think he's a guy he could possibly put in some tournaments. But for me, it's Canner and Beasley. When is it safe to uh, call our guy Frenchy Frank, Frank Nicolina, uh, uh, a bust if he can't start over Jarrett Jack by this point of the season? Uh, yeah. I, I Phil, uh, Phil said he was a project, so maybe uh, – 
It'll be a couple years. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> on the Indiana side of this game, do you like anybody, Tony? I'm looking at, for example, Darren Collison, who is only at 5,700, right? And, you know, the Knicks don't defend the point guard that well at all. He's the only one. You're 100% right. They don't defend the point guard well. Uh, Jared Jack, he's speaking about him. He's an undersized guy with right. not a lot of mobility. Can't cover Darren Collison. He'd be the only one tonight in the Indiana Pacers that I would like. Okay, fair enough. Hey, Tony, our next game, the Milwaukee Bucks are in Boston to take on the Celtics. And this is one of the lower totals on the board. 203 is the total. The Boston Celtics are five-point favorites at home. Boston has been a stout defense. But then again, so has Milwaukee. I look specifically at the Greek freak, whereas... uh, Boston is actually number one in the association against the power forward, but isn't uh, Giannis a different kind of power forward? Yeah, he's a different kind, but here's the thing. There's 11 games tonight, okay. right? so just avoid this game. If we were playing five games, it, you know what? It, you might not be able to avoid. It might have to take a shot on a Giannis or a Kyrie Irving, but with 11 games, you know what? Go and get uh, 11,000 DeMarcus Cousins. Go get LeBron or get Kevin Durant instead. Okay, so there will be a couple games. Listen, and that's the beauty of certain days where, like today, there is 11 games on the schedule, so you have options. Tony, I think tomorrow night there's only like four games or something like that. Yeah. In, in that kind of situation, you maybe would see a guy like Kyrie Irving. You maybe would see a guy even maybe like Al Horford or a guy like the Greek Freak. I know another guy in Milwaukee you have been high on a lot has been Chris Middleton, but we have other options today. I w- let me ask you this, though, Tony. Does this a game a night like this with 11 games on the schedule, does that even more favor some of those guys at the big websites who have the 50, 100 lineups out there and doing their algorithms yeah. and even more reason today why people might should uh, you know go on www.fantasyfactor.com? Absolutely. I think it's one of the reasons absolutely you go in there. And even in those, here's the thing, over at FantasyFactor.com, you're not going to get a million of players playing different lineups there. And you can go there because even if you're playing a single entry at DraftKings, right, Mm -hmm. the guy's going to get it. I'll just play in 10 different single entry tournaments. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. And, you know, I got to figure the cut line will be relatively the same. That's to be quite honest, what I'm looking for sometimes when we do our football also, Tony, I'm going into single entry tournaments, but I'm hitting up all the single entry tournaments at the price point that I'm comfortable with. Yeah, yeah. So that's basically what happens. So even though it's a single entry, uh, you still have it uh, stacked against you. And that's with the lower prize pools over there at FantasyFactor.com and the lower players uh, playing over there. You have an opportunity to truly play against single entry and see who's the better uh, guy over there. You know, and now's the time to do it when sites start out because eventually they get bigger and then they have the same problems. Absolutely. We're going to go on over to www.FantasyFactor.com. Perfect for the guy or gal dipping their toe in the DFS water. And if you're dipping it in that water but listening to Lineup Lock Live, you're definitely going to hit for some cash. So come on right back after the break. we got seven more games in the association to talk through. And then you'll hear Tony's lineup on a Monday. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. It's Lineup Lock Live. Come on right back. Hey, this is Greg Sussman, your fantasy football BFF, and I'm here to tell you all about the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS. All you have to do is answer four questions in a row, right? And you win two tickets to the big game in Minnesota on February 4th. Make sure you're locked and loaded in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network so you always know when we're playing. The game only happens once a day, and the show changes. So make sure you listen and watch and play the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
Welcome back to Line of Block Live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane and Tony taking you through 11 games on a Monday. Hey, Tony, I'd be remiss, though, if I didn't ask you how the people do. And, uh, oh, they, got, line up. Not, they did horrible. Oh, because they went with uh, Brett Hundley, right? They went, right, uh, no, I forget. No, they had, a, I don't remember. Let me no, they went with my guy. They I'll went with my that. guy. They went with Russell Wilson. I remember yeah, that. They went, they went with Russell Wilson, but uh, some, they also went with Ricky Seals-Jones, who actually who actually outperformed Austin Safari and Jenkins, I must say. I'll tell you what. Um, who else did they have here? Um, I'll grab that information. Right. They, were, they, were, they were 50, 60 points out of the money before uh, Russell Wilson took the field last night's so away. I gave up hope. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I could have used the Russell Wilson and Doug Baldwin stack touchdown that they called back through oh. instant replay, but uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on on Fantasy Freestyle. Hashtag Game of Inches. We still got four, uh, seven games left to go through tonight, Tony. The next one is one we're going to continue to attack this Brooklyn Nets team, I think. Brooklyn Nets are in Atlanta to take on the Hawks. The Hawks are one-and-a-half-point favorites. 219 is the total. When I look at the Hawks, they are facing a team that plays very little defense. They cannot defend the point guard or anybody in the front court. And Dennis Schroeder has been a guy that we have talked about before, Tony. What do you think about maybe Dennis Schroeder tonight at only $8,000? Yeah, he's a guy that I like tonight uh, for sure. And it's crazy um, how his salary has gotten up there. But people, he's the only guy on his team that consistently puts up big numbers. And I like him tonight. The only other guy that I like in this game is Urson Ilasova. And I'm just not sure about how many minutes he got. He's going to get. He's a guy that can rebound. He can shoot. He's good around the basket. And defensive efficiency, they're 28th in the league at defending the power forward. So it's a perfect matchup right. uh, for Ilasova. Uh, but we had him get 39 fantasy points two games ago. Then he dropped back to 24. That game was against Brooklyn. This is the second game of back-to-back against Brooklyn. So they just played Brooklyn, and now they're playing him again. And in that last contest... Um, when you look at what uh, Schroeder did there, he put up 38.6, and he's actually got at least 35 points in five of the last six games. And I know on the other side, on the Nets side, you've uh, there have been times where you like Spencer Dinwiddie. He's going yeah, up against it. I mean, but his price has skyrocketed, Tony. Yeah. How is he up to 7,000? He keeps putting up numbers, man. It's crazy, right? Now now I kind of wonder if uh, Russell's any good because Spencer Dinwiddie's putting up the same numbers. 41 fantasy points in that game against Atlanta last time out. Um, prior to that, 33 against Dallas. And he had a 42 against Portland, a 49 versus Utah, a very good defensive mm-hmm. team. So Spencer Dinwiddie, man, he's getting it done. He blocked three shots in his last game. So like you said, what does that then necessarily mean? Maybe D'Angelo Russell is also yeah. just like the same as like, you know, this uh, value over replacement player, right? That When you look right. about it like that, maybe for the Brooklyn Nets, all you really need is a replacement player at point guard, given the way they play defense and their flow. I tell you, I, well, I told you, I, I do this a lot in sports because I think there are only certain marquee players in right. each and every sport. And everyone else you know, is a I, function of their situation. Yeah, the system, it's just throwing a guy into that system and going ahead and jumping out of it. And, and you know, we talked about the Tyler Croft thing, and it was just mm-hmm. another big tight end and things like that. Right. And a lot of times you'll see this with a lot of these uh, teams that play these fast break. And it's especially noteworthy when they're on poor teams. When they're on bad teams and someone jumps in, it seems like they pick up. 
Yeah, absolutely true. Let's go to the next game because I think that game features a team and some players who fit that narrative you were talking about, Tony, in terms of actual elite talent and plays regardless of the system, although the system certainly helps. We're talking about the Golden State Warriors. They are down in New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. 227 is the total for this game, and the Warriors are road nine-and-a-half point favorites. But, Tony, you mentioned a couple people out or recovering, let's say, for Golden State. One name you didn't mention as banged up was Kevin Durant. So I'm going to fire up the Durantula tonight, no? I'm not going to actually. Oh, okay. I'm actually gonna, I'm going the, I'm going in this game hard, but I'm actually going on the other side here. Um, I'm going to go with DeMarcus Cousins. Against, sure. They don't defend the center position well. Right. He'll have Jermon. Jermon Green might drive him crazy, and, and DeMarcus Cousins might kick him. He might him punch him, though. Tony, yeah, he might he punch him in like the first quarter, though. Yeah, that, that's – Certainly within consideration. Etwan Moore is going to play in this game. I'm going to throw him in there. He's only 3700 bucks. And Rajon Rondo's really starting to play well in this offense. Uh, he had 10 assists in his last game and 36 fantasy points, 37 in the fantasy points in the game before that. And at 5000 bucks. I could get if he does it again. I get seven times the value. Stephen Curry is not a great defender. His backups are not playing, and Stephon's got a bad hand. So I'm thinking that you know what, Stephon's not really going to put it all out there on defense tonight because he doesn't put it out there when he's healthy. Um, I'm going to attack them, and I'm going with the New Orleans side in this game. All right, fair enough. Hey, Tony, I know we're doing DFS right here, but, you know, I saw over the weekend that Anthony Davis goes down again for the New Orleans Pelicans with the groin injury. I wanted to ask you, because we also, we talk about another big man like Joel Embiid and his inability to maybe play the entire season, right? As you look forward, both of these guys, tremendously skilled potential talents at the center position. Anthony Davis or Joel Embiid, who do you have more confidence in long term to be a fantasy stud i think anthony davis and the reason i'm going to say that is anthony davis when he came in the league was skinny hmm. and he's starting to get a bigger body he's getting his man Joel body Embiid, yeah joel Embiid, he was a man at 18 i think i mean this kid's looked like a you know like lebron james when he came in the league it was like really this kid's out of high school i mean he's already balding and I see the same thing with Embiid. So I think he is what he is. Maybe Anthony Davis can round himself into shape. All right, fair enough. Interesting take on both of these guys who you'll love them anytime they're playing. But yeah. unfortunately, it hasn't been dependable for those franchises or those fantasy owners. Our next game, the Minnesota steroids. Timberwolves. We need to let them have steroids, and then we'd have our superstars out there more. Interesting. That is an interesting take, my friend, on the performance-enhancing drugs. I always thought that those created long-term injuries though i think that's later on in life though we would get everything out of them as athletes and then they would be have the uh, repercussions it'd sort of be like greyhound racing absolutely we juice the orange as uh you know or the glue factory given tony's <laughs> analogy we'll see what it is but let's keep it moving tony because we got a lot of games left to go through minnesota timberwolves are at the grindhouse to take on the memphis grizzlies this is another low total 202 is the total tony the one guy i was looking at on this Minnesota side is actually Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler oh. looks like he's been playing a little bit better recently, and his price has dropped a little bit. Can I find the time for him to get in the lineups? You know what? I'm not going to put him in my lineup, okay. but on DraftKings, that price is way too low. Like, you, yeah. I could, if you want... The problem for me, why I'm not going to put him in the lineup, is that we got, again, 11 games. The sure. total is too low. I mean, it's a 202 total in this game. But Jimmy Butler at $6,900. Price enforced, no? 
Yeah, you can do it. You can do it, absolutely. In a tournament play, that, that'll come in play. And the other guy is Taj Gibson. His price is low, and they don't defend the power forward well. I mean, at least Jimmy Butler's going up against the fifth-best team defensively. And Taj Gibson's up against the 26th-best team against power forwards. All right, fair enough. And then on the other side of this, when I look at Memphis, Tony, we know we've talked about the impact of uh, Conley being out. We've talked about names like Mario Chalmers. We've talked about names like Tyreek Evans. I also now see Ben McLemore at 3500 like that's pretty god darn cheap he's been playing with a little bit more lately and i also see that uh you know this is not the worst matchup for him now no it's not now the, the problem here's the problem with taking ben mclemore you could win with this guy but you could probably can lose more often than you get a win here's the problem 13 fantasy points his last game 23 17 16 15 9 12 He's all about that. Sounds like four, five X, even with even with twelve and fourteen. That you're saying, yeah. If he gets fourteen or fifteen, we're okay there. He's got a he's got a bunch of twelves and elevens, but he could get more playing time. Here's what happens here: him and Dylan Brooks, whoever gets off to the hot start, ends Mm. up playing like there's no rhyme or reason to it. So if I tell you to play Ben McLemore. I could tell you to play Dylan Brooks. I mean, they're going to play about the same, and they're both going to occupy that same time. And you, you look at the usage rate, it's only 15 and 12%. So they got to be perfect. they right. got to really be hot to stay in the game and put up fantasy points. All right, fair enough. Before we hit our next break, Tony, we got one more game to discuss, and it is the Eastern Conference champion Cleveland Cavaliers going to Chicago to take on the Bulls. We know the, this is you know teams going in different directions. The Cleveland Cavaliers are nine-point favorites on the road. 211.5 is the total. Tony, I know with the Cavs, we talk LeBron, we talk Kevin Love. Sometimes we talk Dwayne Wade as well. Is this one of those nights? You could go LeBron on any night, right? So you're not gonna, be, you're not, never gonna be a bad situation there. I'll tell you what, Jose Calderon's interesting huh. to me. I, I would never use him, but at the minimum price for a guy that starts, right? It's like there. But the problem is LeBron just shines over, plays point guard when he feels like it. So that's why I get intrigued, but I don't do it. Robin Lopez is gonna be all right in this game for the Chicago side against Kevin Love. He seems to get up again in these matchups against uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they don't really defend the center position well. Right. So if you wanted a cheap guy right there, that'd be the only guy there. I'm going to stay away from the game. Again, a low total in this one. Yeah, fair enough. There is a low total in this game, relatively speaking. When we come back, Tony, I, I got to tell you the truth, though. When we come back, we got three games left, and there are some low totals in that one, too. We have the yes. historical power San Antonio Spurs. That's a low total. We still haven't talked about the Utah Jazz at home. That's a low total two so i'm not sure where we're getting production when we head out west but i'll tell you one thing we are going to ask my man the tony sincata if you want to follow along he also puts up the polls position by position at the tony sincata at spitting speeds as well i want to ask you about some of the guys in the powered forward and in the shooting guard poll that are still getting some votes when we come back but tony real quick before we go to break anybody on the uh Anybody on the bull side besides Robin Lopez? Or is it just a thing where you would take any prototypical kind of in-the-paint center against Kevin Love? I think I would play long as they get enough playing time. I mean, there's not a lot behind Robin Lopez if they leave him out there. So that's why I would go there. Fair enough. I'm just going to wait for the beat to drop because we're going to say, <laughs> Girls! All I really want is, well, all I really want is the winning lineup, and we're going to finish that when we come back. It is Lineup Lock Live. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let the xylophone play.
Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Lot of Block Live. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. Tony, are you more of a Katy Perry or a Taylor Swift kind of guy? I'm uh, more of a Katy Perry uh, kind of guy if it's after 10. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, because she uh, she kissed girls and she likes it, so I like to watch. I respect that. I respect that. I also want to tell you, Tony, you know how I know it is the holiday season approaching us? Because here at Rock and Riley's, the bar of Studio 34, it is uh, a couple things. It is a holiday party season, okay? And oh. where there is a big-time holiday party, and I bet a lot of the employees out here would know about Katy Perry and uh, Taylor Swift. It's, it seems like it is Style Magazine's holiday party here at Rockin' Riley's tonight. Wow. Yes. So there are some interesting things walking past Studio 34 in the terms of style and outfits. It looks a little bit like Katy Perry's uh, Super Bowl halftime show, if you want to know the truth. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. You know, they're both going to be on tour this season. But you know who the one person I want to see? I go to, I've go. i probably been to like 200 gods in my lifetime. But I'm going to see her in April, and I've never seen her before. Exactly. I, I don't actually. Pink. I'm a big Pink, Pink. fan. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, Pink will be doing some trapeze or acrobatics yeah. in that show as well, Tony. She is I a have very, a swing in my bedroom, too. I'm, she is a very skilled performer. I will leave it at that. Up next, we got a couple games still to go through. The Detroit Pistons go to San Antonio to take on the Spurs. Tony, this is a sub-200 total, 198. The Spurs are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Is there anybody you like on the Detroit side? I have a question about one specific San Antonio Spur that could be making a return, it sounds like. What about Rudy Gay? You know, he's a guy, if you want to take a chance and you want to play someone in this game, he's the one I would play. Um, he's not 100% in my last update if he's going to play tonight or not. I think he's going to play, but I don't have confirmation of that. But if he does play, he'd be the guy that I would play. Now, if he didn't play, you could play Marcus Aldridge. Okay, fair enough. But I gotta tell you, I mean, Tony, forty eight hundred for That's a guy I mean. for a guy like yeah. Rudy Gay, who we have seen before in the NBA, you know, score twenty five points a game in some seasons back in the day with Sacramento. So I mean, to be able to get that, I understand the total is low. I understand this may be a slower paced game, but at forty eight hundred, I could see it, uh, you know, price enforcing right there. Also, when you consider that uh, Detroit is twenty ninth in the association against a small forward, right? Absolutely. Everything is in place for him to have a big game and pay off for people tonight. It's just all about uh, confirming that he's in there, and hopefully we get enough minutes. That's the only problem. All right, fair enough. If we get any word on that or any other breaking injuries before we go on off the air here tonight on Lineup Block Live, you know the Tony Sincata and Dane Martinez will certainly bring it to you. Our next game is the Denver Nuggets. They are down in Texas in Dallas to take on the Mavericks. The Mavs are two-and-a-half-point favorites. 209 is your total. 
total in this one. Tony, you mentioned that there is no Nikolai Jokic today, I believe, for Denver. How are you responding yep. to that? I see in the poll we even have a little bit of love for Mason Plumley. Yeah, Mason Plumley is a guy I'm actually going to use in my lineups tonight without Jokic in there. Uh, they're in the 20s when they uh, cover power forward center types uh, there. So he's the guy that can jump in. Now, if you wanted to take a shot on Jamal Murray, he's really been hot as of late. And his price is 5100 on DraftKings, 5600 on a FanDuel, and they're 23rd in the league in defensive efficiency. So I think that he's worthy if you wanted to take a shot on somebody. Uh, but for, for me, it's only Plumley in this lineup. It's a little more, I would have liked it better if we didn't have uh, the situation where um, we had Chandler come back, but he's back, and uh, Plumley is the guy for me, and a little love for Jamal Murray. All right, fair enough. Hey, with Plumley, why Plumley opposed to some of the other kind of cheaper price front court guys that are offered there for Denver, like, you know, the Manimal, Kenneth Fareed, or our guy, uh, the bullfighter, Juan Hernan Gomez? Yeah, Juan Hernan Gomez is a guy that uh, we've taken a shot on, and he hasn't really put up the fair results. Enough. <laughs> if you look at... Uh, uh, Plumley, he's got 20 and 27 fantasy points in his last two games. When you know, with, since Jokic has been out, and our guy, um, the uh, bullfighter himself, has 14 and 4.2 in those games. There, the night that Jokic went down, he got 22 points in that game. You know, and he was a part of that game, so he's right. gotten worse instead of better. Yeah, okay. And, and then also, Tony, you know, 21% of the people on our poll that you do for the power forwards are liking Mason Plumley. A lot of it's got to be because of the 4300 price tag. But right now, the leader is still Boogie Cousins at 11000 But I want to ask you, because, you know, we got to give the people a little bit of the lesson here in terms of the return on investment. I'm saying, like... Almost two and a half times the price for Mason Plumley going up to Demarcus Cousins. So, like, what are they? What will they have to really kind of do to make it to make Demarcus Cousins worth the value? We we need like fifty, sixty points out of Boogie, yeah. and only you know, and only what like fifteen out of Mason Plumley for them to actually both still be a return on our value. So we want in basketball, we want to get. So it's a fifty thousand dollar cap. Three hundred is going to get us. So uh, should get us in the money. Okay, three hundred is the score that should get us the money. So that's six times the value. So you take the salary cap and what gets you the money, and that's what we're looking at there. So six times the value, five and a half, maybe somewhere around there. So basically, what I'm looking for, Demarcus Cousins, is anywhere fifty-five to sixty points, right? Mm-hmm. And if you, I, I'm playing him tonight, right? So you're but expecting you really, that? But yeah, I'm expecting that. But here's here's the actuality of it. I need him to play over his head. I think I'm going to get that because of Anthony Davis being out. Right. But let's just take the numerics of it. Demarcus Cousins only done that once in the last 10 games. Well, hopefully the change with no Anthony Davis means more usage yeah. for him, and that's what the Tony Sincata is banking on. On the Dallas side, Tony, I look at our guy, LeBron's guy, Dennis Smith Jr. This is a guy with 27% usage rate. This is a guy going up against the 28th best team in terms of defending the point guard, and you know why I got to love him, Tony, because on his Twitter feed, he talked about the special talent he had as a 14-year-old. Really? What kind of special talent did he have? Oh, you didn't know about this? No, no. Oh, Tony, it is definitely an off-air thing that I will have to let really? you know about. Yeah, there was a tweet going up into the draft process, you know, when you kind of dig up all this stuff about these guys. There was a tweet from Dennis Smith Jr. in 2012, 2013, when you realized he was like 13 or 14 years old. Tony, I'm going to have to let you know about it, but it is an off-air thing. So, uh, But what do you think about Dennis Smith tonight in DFS? 
I think he's okay to use tonight. They're 26th in the league, like you mentioned, is his uh, his usage rates there. And in fact, the only problem I have is they use too many guards here. In his last four games, he's only got 23, 14, 25, 22. So my confidence level that he gets the playing time is the problem. And the reason being is JJ Barrera at 4600 is also playing well. And he's been getting more of an opportunity. He put up 37 fantasy points his last game, 19 on the game before that, and then 39. So Barrera is cutting into his time. All right, so that might be a reason to stay away from our guy Dennis Smith Jr. Oh, Tony, you're going to like the story I'm going to tell you over the break. In our last game, it is the Washington Wizards. They go to Utah to take on the Jazz, another low total. 200 and a half is your total. The Jazz are four-point home favorites. When I look, you know, Tony, you just made a great point. A part of the reason you're going with Boogie Cousins is because there's no Anthony Davis, right? When I look at Washington, we always talk about Wall and Beal, and now it looks like there will be no John Wall, so can I apply the same logic to Bradley Beal and get an uptick in his usage, or do I fade anybody that has to go into Utah and produce? Yeah, so here's the thing. Bradley Beal is a guy, absolutely, you could look at it in the same exactly, like you said, you could mention it the same way here. Now, he's got a good defensive team. They play in a slow pace, but the problem is Bradley Beal is just not playing well. Um, in his last four games, and Wall's been out on all of these, mm-hmm. 17 fantasy points. That's like that's crazy. Like if Wall was playing and he got 17, that's crazy. 30, 21, 46, 35, 35, 31, 46, 39. So it's two of the last three games, 17, 21, and 30. Those numbers are, is he trying to do too much? Or do you stick with him? Do you go with him? Because he's way better than that. He should put up 40 fantasy points in a game without John Wall there. He should, but apparently he is not. And so that means the Tony Sincata may look somewhere different on the Utah side. Someone I want to ask you about is Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell has been playing very well as of late. 25% usage rate is still under 7,000. Might he be someone that fits in your lineup? I think it's possible because he's in our shooting guard poll tonight, Tone. I think it's possible, and I think I'm a little scared off because of the play of Alex Burks and not knowing where he's going to fit in because he can play shooting guard and point guard, and he put up 53 fantasy points in a game against the Clippers, 38 in the last game, and he's only got a $4,000 salary. That concerns me there um, with him, but I would only play Alex Burks, but other people like Donovan Mitchell, I think he has an opportunity if he gets the playing time but I think there's a little bit of a risk with it. Yeah, fair enough. I like some other options. Now I'm looking at this shooting guard poll at the Tony Sincata at Spittin' Speeds if you want to follow us on Twitter. The options were Tyreek Evans at 7,300, Nick Batum at 57, Donovan Mitchell at 69, and Etwan Moore at 3,700. Taking out Etwan Moore, I can't believe Nick Batum is the second cheapest of these three. Nicholas Batum at 5,700, especially with the question marks around Kemba Walker. I'm surprised Nicholas Batum is not getting more of this vote Tony yeah you know what people uh he's not the sexy name he's he's French people don't like the French they think they're hiding something well fair enough but Etwan Moore was also is also a kind of uh you know has a little je ne sais quoi to it no that that's true that's that's true I'm gonna have to go back to the drawing board to try to explain the people that 
All right, fair enough, Tony. Hey, speaking about the people, why don't we check out who uh, undermined the people's lineup over the break. Then what we're going to do is we're going to get Tony's NBA lineup with 11 games on the slate for a Monday. And we'll talk a little bit about how do you attack Monday night football and a slate with Thursday night football. Uh, you know, you got an interesting NFC South game on Thursday night and an interesting AFC North game. I'm telling you right now, Tony, I heard you on On Target Fantasy told t- telling the guys, there that you uh, had to fit in the red rifle. I know what the red rifle does though in primetime games. I'm going to advise you to go elsewhere. We'll (laughs) see. When we come back, we'll hear Tony's NBA lineup and we'll chat it up about Monday Night Football. It's lineup lock live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez speeds the spitting statistician. I got it out right that time and the Tony Sincata lineup's coming up next. DFS lineup block sponsored by DailyRoto.com. You've taught me that, you know, someone's got to score the points, Tony. Could we see, like, usage rates and the 40% rate over there for a guy like Michael Beasley? He has the talent. I mean, the guy was the second of the You could just ask him. He'll tell you. And there are just some games he doesn't show up when he gets an opportunity. In other games, he goes off for 20 points and 20 rebounds. I think it all has to do with his trip to the pharmacist that day. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. Welcome back to Lana Plock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Today and every day we are brought to you by DailyRoto.com. You can always go on over to DailyRoto.com slash DKMS and you can get in a free roll. There's only a few left, though, Tony. If they want to get up to the big game in Minnesota, which, as you have been saying for a long time, could be a home game for the Minnesota Vikings. At this point, they only got three more chances to win a week and get into the finals in Week 17, and they could win two tickets up to the big game, but they could still be a winner at life, helping the fight against blood cancer. Tony Antonio Brown is active tonight with that toe injury. I wanted to ask you, though, Dr. A on Sunday lineup lock said that he fears this could be a uh, he won't be healthy for the next five weeks. How do you feel about that for uh, Antonio Brown fantasy football owners going into the playoffs? Let's say you have Antonio Brown and Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, I mean, this is crazy, right? You already had a situation where Aaron Rodgers is out. Uh, we have situations with Ezekiel Elliott's out. Yeah. Rob Gronkowski's out now. And Antonio Brown, this is worse to me because you're held hostage. You have to put him out there, right. and you got to hope for the best. There's nothing else you can do. I mean, it's the whole situation like Kareem Hunt, right? He's mm-hmm. healthy. It'd be five games in a row, and I'm like, you don't have a better option. There's not 24 good backs in the league. You got to put right. them out there, and you're held hostage. So I look at it like that. That's why I think tonight. How do you play it? Yeah. Monday, Thursday, Le'Veon Bell is the best player to take and pay the money because I think he gets the ball 30 times as they protect Antonio Brown. That would be great because if Le'Veon Bell gets the ball 30 times, it will probably lock up a first-round buy for Speeds, the spitting statistician, <laughs> in his season long. But I got to ask you, on a Monday-Thursday slate, Tony, that Thursday night game has some running backs as well. Both guys on New Orleans, and what even about a guy like Devontae Freeman getting back into action with the Atlanta? of Falcons. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you what. He ran hard. That was yeah. the best running I've ever seen him this year. He ran hard. I'll tell you what, and his price is low. But, so you got to uh, flex one of those guys. If you're getting Le'Veon Bell in, you got to what? Go Alvin Kamara, Le'Veon Bell, and then flex another running back like Ingram or Freeman? 
Yeah, so basically what I did is I took Kamara and Le'Veon Bell and I flexed Mark Ingram. I'm going to go after it with so the So what do you have, like Willie just... Sneed in your lineup then? I have Andy Dalton at quarterback as we spoke okay. earlier. Here's my take on Andy Dalton. Matt Ryan and Drew Brees, you can count on one hand how many times they've got 20 points. So I'm willing to give away four or five points at first at, at quarterback. Mm-hmm. So even if Andy Dalton gets 12 points, I'll give four or five away, and I'll make it up at the running back position. And then it leaves me with Mohamed Sanu at $5,700. He's been involved in that offense. Sure play. has. It's a new day. Brandon LaFell, that's the guy I'm going to mark up there with uh, Andy Dalton. He's got in the end zone, and I'm going to go Martavis Bryant mm. and a tight end Tyler Croft and uh, go and go with it there. So Andy Dalton, if he can get me a touchdown to one of those two bangles there that are low-priced, I'm going to be okay. Man, if he doubles up with your guy Tyler Croft, you'll be even double okay. But what about in the association tonight with 11 games? There was plenty to choose for. Tony flopped the nuts for the people. Yeah, this is, uh, I'll tell you what, it's a crazy thing. During the commercial break, I was uh, making some changes and going at it hard as uh, we put together our lineups here. Here's what we're going with tonight in the NBA. Alex Burks, $4,000 against Washington. His price is just too low coming back from an injury. Nicholas Batum, same thing. Price is too low coming back from an injury against upscale Atlanta. They throw it up and down the court, 5700 I talked about Michael Beasley. Put him in all your lineups, 3500 Demarcus Cousins, 11000 Enos Cantor, 6,200, will eat up that front court in Indianapolis. Evan Fournier in that game that I think is going to be high scoring with Charlotte, 5,500. Mason Plumley, 4,300. And at utility, spend the money. Joel Embiid tonight. Fantastic, especially if, as we have heard reports of Ben Simmons, he doesn't really feel like himself after, you know, playing basketball as his profession for about two or three (laughs) months. Hey, Tony, when we come back tomorrow, not a whole ton of games on tomorrow's slate, so we'll go through them, and I think we'll also take an early look at the quarterbacks for Week 14. If you ain't playing season long anymore, you can still get that cash in DFS. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We'll see you tomorrow on Lineup Lock Live here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. See you, Tony.